Better and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from fitness.com, and welcome to The Fitness Show. I am here with someone everyone has been waiting to bring back. That's not true. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's a lie. Everybody loves you. And this is Melissa DeStefano. Oh, hey. Not Michelle. Melissa. Michelle. Uh, I was going to throw that in there, but I thought it'd be nice. I, for some reason, if you've been following along, we've known each other 20... A lot. 20, 20 a lot. something years, and I <laughs> randomly keep calling her Michelle lately, which is... Awesome. She's stroking out, having a seat. It's over-exercise, that's what You it think is. so? Probably. You think so? Or dehydration. Something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going on. I've missed you guys so much. Yes. Yes, it's been a while. Where have you been? I blame you. You blame me. You're the one who's traveling the country announcing yeah. bajillions of amazing races. Yes, this is true. Yeah. yeah, actually, that's the problem, is that I'm squeezing in the podcast when I'm not running you know, to do stuff, to mm -hmm. keep up. And then it's not only the two businesses, but the two kids and then my goat. Oh, so sweet. Well, I don't think we've ever talked about my goat You on have not podcast. on the podcast, no. All right. So if you don't know, I have good friends. And so with a name like Fitz, <laughs> I'm always trying to get my friends who are having human babies, you know, when they get pregnant, I always say, you know, Fitz is a great name, no matter what the gender. Of course. Right. right? Nobody's bit off on that yet. So, shame on all of my friends. Well, then you're the one and only that... Right. Uh, with a mouth like mine, I can still be the one and only, even if I share my name. But, um, but yeah, so my friends John and Cheryl, they're wonderful people, and they have a business, but they also own a non-working farm just on their property, and they have about 14 goats and a donkey, Edie. They have a pig, Chester. There's a, a dozen chickens, half a dozen ducks, and it's just heaven out there. Actually, they just added a mule. Oh, my. Yeah, so Cheryl, um, the, the wife, the woman, she's a good friend of mine. She's so sexy. Cheryl, if you're listening, you're so sexy. That's what we call each other because mm -hmm. anyways, but... Um, the sexy Cheryl has been posting photos of her animals for quite a while, and I'm always very invested in her animals. And I said, you know, what about uh, Goat Fitz? I, I think she was asking for names. I said, Fitz is a great idea. And so a few months ago, uh, they had one goat, and their daughter, they had said, I think we have Goat Fitz, and, but her, their daughter had already been promised the opportunity to name the goat. Um. That became Goat Keeks. Keeks, there's a cute That's name, a cute right? Name. Black and white spotted goat. And then what's probably about two months or so ago, I got a message from John one morning and he goes, I think Goat Fitz was born. Ah! I was like, and so I went over there. I think I was out of town that day. I came back the next day, went over there, and there's this little tiny, 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 tiny white little oh. pathetic <laughs> thing. And they had him in a pen with his mother. He was closed off. And they had had a few goats that were stillborn in the past. And so I look at him, and you know how infants have that broken neck thing? They're just kind like of pathetic. Wobbling. Yeah. So I look in the pen, and he's he's just kind of bent in half there. And the um, John and Cheryl weren't home at the time. It was just me alone. And I was thinking, oh, no, he's not going to make it. Oh. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, no. But he was just a baby. That's mm -hmm. That was his big problem. And then... <laughs> Grow up um, already. I know. You with your limp neck and <laughs> limp legs. But 
Um, the next time I went back, he was ready to be held and smooched, uh. and he is so cuddly. And I go see him as often as possible. If I'm at home in town, I'll see him a few times a week. And of course, when I'm not, I desperately miss him. I, I, you know, I can FaceTime with my kids. I have no interaction with my goat when I'm gone. You could FaceTime. I'm sure Cheryl and John would be happy to yeah, FaceTime. And I've asked goat. them to do that. We haven't made it happen, okay. but... It's, a, it's probably coming up soon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, tomorrow I leave, so <laughs> we're going to have to do goat FaceTime. But, um, but he actually... You know, we've formed a bond, and goats are smart like dogs. He's a really smart goat. And so when I show up, I pull up, and the animals can hear a, a human coming. And so they all start, meh, meh. They all just, it's a big, you know. It's a farm party. It's a farm party. They start making noise when someone walks up. But then they all keep making noise, but Fitz runs out to me. Oh. Oh, it's so sweet. I know. <laughs> and I love him so much. It's. It's the reunited, and we just, he's so sweet. He knows I'm his, and he knows he's mine, and if I sit down, he climbs right in my lap. Oh. And he does, and he's a snuggler. Oh, my gosh. And he's fun, so I can I can get him to play and jump, and I've posted videos. If you haven't seen it, go to my fitness page on Facebook, and you'll see my goat doing jumping tricks and stuff, but... um. But yeah, he's a crazy snuggler, and so either I sit on the floor and he just jumps in my lap, which is adorable, or there's this little ramp up to a storage barn, and um, I'll I'll lean back on the ramp, and he all, both all four hooves on my tummy oh, climbs all sweet. over me. You see pictures of us snuggling. I'm always putting those on Instagram. Those are not four snuggles. Those are him <laughs> just wrapping himself around me. He's, he's so cute, adorable. I know. So I've already I've talked about my goat for four minutes, but who knew goats were so loving and sweet? I didn't and know that goats would snuggle. I didn't no, I didn't. know. It's heaven. And then the pig Chester is really sweet. His hair is really coarse, but he's a hundred pounds, and he just snorts, and he's he's very loving. And then they have a big goat, a billy goat. And so here's the thing with Fitz is he will be a billy goat, mm. and apparently billy goats are gross. And that's what John and Cheryl keep saying is warning Fitz. He's going to be nasty. He's going to pee on himself and snort and spit and things. And I'm not buying it because when I go up, go there in a year and he's got those big crazy horns, I think he's going to still sit in my lap. And not pee on you. I'm hoping not. Okay. But I would take it. I love him that much that he could technically do disgusting things to and me. And he'd be okay. I love it's him. that much love. Isn't he so cute? He is adorable. Oh, i got to bring like, you to see him. Yes, I, I would love that. Oh, yes. It's heaven. Please. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, uh, it's a little bit of sanity. I go out there and it's quiet and it's one of the only things in the world that calms me. Hmm. I think it's probably that thing people get from yoga, and I hate yoga. Right. Yes. Being on the farm does that thing to me. It just lowers my blood brain. pressure, and yeah, it quiets my brain. It feels good. Nice. Yeah. Good. So my goal. Yeah, and now you have other animals named after you too. I see. That's right. Anna Hodling named her chicken after me. Yeah. And the most, I'm, I'm sitting next to my poor postdoc dog right here, but the, Katie and Jason Stefaniak named their. It's a husky mix. Is that right? Whatever kind of dog it is. Oh, my gosh. The puppy is so stinking cute. I mean, it's puppy fits. <laughs> it's really sweet, right? So nice. You went from having no one named after you to I now know. you have a herd, pretty I much. I do. I have kind of a herd. Yeah. And I'm so honored. What did I do to get someone to name their dog after me? Just because you're awesome. That's Made it. Is. Super awesome, apparently. But I can't wait to go kiss the chicken and the puppy someday. They're so kiss cute. And I'm very honored by these, by these things. That's, That's nice. so sweet. 
Yeah, it is. Someone named a store after you. There, they I saw did. You did you see that? Yeah, the Melissa uh, store at downtown Disney Springs. Yeah, it is. It's a, um, a shoe store. Apparently an amazing shoe store. Did you go in and buy some shoes? I did not. Hmm. But I um, took a picture out there with my name and lights. You sure did. I did. You hammed it up. Uh, well, <laughs> Melissa! Ta-da! <laughs> yes. All right. So we're going to talk about that and, and getting to the point besides farm animals and things. We're going to talk about Star Wars Dark Side Challenge Weekend yes, at Walt please. Disney World. It was amazing. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So it's a fun weekend. We're going to talk about your experience, but I want to talk about the overall experience Absolutely. for everyone because it's... It's a good race and, and certainly brings out the Star Wars nerd in people, right? Oh, absolutely. And I'm a big, big, fat Star Wars nerd. Yeah. Last year, I did the inaugural Dark Side yes, 5 Yes, did that. Yeah. And um, it was a blast. I just had so much fun. Not only are the Star Wars characters all out and you can take pictures with them or just, you know, hang hang out with the Stormtroopers. Yes. Um, it was just such a fun experience. They play clips of the movie as you're running and it, it was a blast so I couldn't wait for them to open up this the 2017s because I was the first one in line pretty much really you know, you know what's so funny is I personally just don't care about Star Wars and I think it doesn't matter if you care but about Star Wars it was still really fun right. <laughs> <laughs> but I like all the people in the costumes and things I don't think I got very involved in that but I don't think you have to to really kind of be enveloped into or roped in sucked in whatever to the excitement and the yeah. atmosphere and the, yeah. the geekedness of it all. Yes. And and I also am not crazy into princesses, but I have a great time at Princess Weekend. So. I think Disney does that to you. Yeah, they do a wonderful job. They really do. They, they make, do a they wonderful job. So fun. And it's very organized and there are, are 100 billion people there and it doesn't feel like you're a number. Which No. And in fact, the reason I go, I mean, I certainly enjoy the Disney races. I've done so many of them though that, uh, and it's not that they're unexciting, it it's, it's, doesn't have the same luster it did when I first started showing up. Mm -hmm. But I can't wait to see the people. I have so many people there. And, and it is a lot of the same people, and it's really yeah. nice to see them again. Yeah, yeah, that's actually, I think, the draw is that um, Disney in particular brings the same people over and over and over again. And so it's, what do you look forward to? You look forward to meeting all your friends in the parking lot before the race. And that makes the experience even more special because without the people, it wouldn't it wouldn't bring those emotions out that yeah. make it yeah. remember rememberable. Yeah. And uh, and just as much fun. Yeah. If I went to do say the Army Ten Miler, if I went to run that, I would be totally stoked about the race, the course, the army mm -hmm. in That's general. Nice. But I I probably wouldn't know a lot of the people, maybe some, but Disney People. They have a, kind of a cult following, sort of. A Disney following. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. So when I got there, I had um, Michael Jones over for a podcast. That was nice. Oh, he did a great job. That was a really good, a really good podcast. He certainly did. I love fun. doing the success stories. And we're actually, so last time we did the success story with you, how many pounds were you down? Like 60? 70 something maybe? Now you're down 82 pounds. Yeah, totally. That's stupid. Maybe up like three after this weekend. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <but laughs> 82 pounds. So that's worth mentioning, Melissa. Well, thank and you. along the way, you, you beat cancer. Yeah, that, there's that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You did some other cool things. So proud of you. Thanks. Proud of you. But we didn't. Uh, we recorded the podcast with Michael, and then he and I went to the expo together, which was very fun. He's a sweet guy. And this is, this is a highlight. So Michael Jones is who I'm talking about, and he's part of my Hottie Body Fitness Challenge group on Facebook, as is Melissa. But Michael's down 40 pounds, and we went to the expo together to, to get our bibs. 
Mm -hmm. And he had previously ordered an extra large shirt, race shirt, yep. for his half marathon, and it was far too big. Yes, so he, he had, had to downgrade to a large. And it looked great on him. Yes, it, it looked did. great. He was so excited. Yeah, what a highlight, right? Was, that's a that's a really awesome thing to have. Oh my gosh. You know, because that was what. Uh, when did we? When was that open? Like nine Six months ago or so? Forever ago, right? Yeah. So I mean, he has his body has transformed gi ginormously in that amount yeah. of time. And that large shirt was kind of loose on him too. It was. It wasn't compression-y at all. No, no, <laughs> not at all. And these shirts certainly could be. Oh well, yeah, they could be. I don't wear it that way. Melissa's wearing her half marathon shirt. The Is it or the challenge shirt? No, the challenge shirt. Yeah. Bright red. It's very pretty. Thanks. I like it. Yeah. So, um, so that was a highlight of my day, and that then we had great. a nice hottie dinner. We did. That was great. It was really nice to um, meet Heather and her daughter, who was so stinking cute. Yeah, oh little my gosh. eighteen month old redhead. Oh, oh perfection she, with the sweet high voice. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, she was yummy. She was. It's. And what's nice for me is getting, and you too, but getting to meet the hotties in person because I feel like we have a very strong relationship and literally every person that comes on board, I instantly have this full-blown, I care for you type thing I want to take care of. Like I have 1,100 kids right now, um, plus some, but then I, it was nice. I didn't know Heather had five whole children. Five whole, not half children. No. I mean, I've known about her. She's lost 67 pounds. You know, there's some statistics I know about Heather. You know where she lived and then she moved. Yeah, but, but then to five kids, how do I not know that? Right. It's, a, it's a lot of, a, she almost has a, what, a basketball team almost? Something like that. Volleyball. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of human beings to take care of. But she's a doll and I got to um, visit, spend time with Lori Weiner and then we have Rick Chin, a local mm -hmm. guy who... He basically joined the race, wanted to come hang out with you guys, and yep. Melissa was in charge of the hottie house. They rented a big house where a bunch yep. of hotties stayed. We did. And Rick fell in love with us and joined the hotties, he right? He did. It was great. Rick um, Rick has been a... Well, actually, I've known Rick as long as I've known you because we've met through That's the same... Right. Yeah. So um, Rick was coming just to run the race and had said, well, we rented this really big house. He was going to come and stay in one of the rooms, and uh, everybody else there was a, was a hottie. And so on Saturday, I think, or... I don't remember one of the, one of the days um, he had said. So what is this hottie thing? And <laughs> Carrie's like, "What? You're not a not a member of the group." And so um, then we talked about face yoga. So then we all took face yoga pictures, and then we took a selfie of them taking a selfie of taking a selfie of taking a selfie. I haven't so seen that selfie yet. It's kind of it, it's fun. fantastic. And um, we just really had a great time, and it felt like the weekend was just kind of a start of something bigger. And yeah. it was. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are out there listening and you go, wow, they sound really nice and fun. We are really nice and fun. And join the Hottie Body Fitness Challenge. And the range of people on our list of members, we have Stephanie Shemansky, who she can do a half marathon in an hour and 20-something minutes. She's, what is she down? 30-something pounds yeah. from her heaviest weight. She's lean, mean, running machine and just trying to get fitter, stronger. And she just really relies- Boston. Just finished Boston, like mm -hmm. a beast. She owned Boston, and um, she qualified for next year's Boston from her Boston run. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's so amazing. we've got tons of elite, very lean, trim athletes that are using uh, my strength training program to help them become even better, run further, faster, pain free, and then athletes of other sorts as well. And then we have people who are trying to lose two hundred pounds, and so. We any if you are trying to be fitter, live longer, live better, I encourage you to join us because it couldn't be any nicer of a group of people. It's an incredible group of people. Yeah, and then when everyone gets together, you know, even if I'm not there, people will meet up in Michigan or they'll have a hottie meetup in California and it's just 
it's sweet. It's a nice new group of fitness friends to help support you and have fun with. It is. It is. And uh, like, I don't know, multiple people in the group have just become family. We talk all the time about, Yeah. it started out as fitness related questions, but then it's kind of evolved into family and we've met their families and their kids and it's <laughs> yeah. just been, it's been great. It's very sweet. Very yeah. sweet. So, so we go to the 5k mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know what the theme of that is. It's just Star Wars 5k. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Listen, I was there. <laughs> they were all Star Wars, it's, but it's all the bad guys because it's the dark side. The so, dark bad guys. Right. And then California has the light side. So this is the, the, the bad guy people. race. Right. Mm-hmm. The nerdy people in California. Oh, well, they think they're both nerdy. It's right. just right. good guys and bad so, guys. So, and then, um, we have the 5k. It's Starts in Epcot. It's the traditional 5K core. Starts in the Epcot parking lot. Loop-de-loops around Epcot. But this time it went under fast track. It didn't... It was a little bit of a different course. No, I there think we always do that. There weren't any U-turns. We didn't... I don't know. Go back around. I really thought... Because I thought to myself, Fitz wouldn't bitch about this. And... <laughs> <laughs> I am anti-U-turn on a course. And anybody else with me... <laughs> I know all the people are like... I agree with you, Fitz Kohler. <laughs> U-turns are rude. They well, they are because you you're not expecting them, and then you have to go back and backtrack around. I, I get it. I get it. But. Yeah. So uh, maybe it was a little different, but it felt the same. But the five k <laughs> course was great, and so um, it was easy. It was a comfortable race. The weather was cool. Mm-hmm, it wasn't bad. And oh, easy for me. I had a, a pleasant jaunt through. And I, what's nice is I don't wear my knee brace on a five k or less, so that was lovely. Melissa, you had a fantastic race. I did. If, if you were listening to um, my success podcast, you know that I had some goals for this weekend and I've had these goals for a long time. Like I had these goals for this race before I was diagnosed with cancer, before I had surgery, before chemo. So when all that happened, I thought, well, shoot, my goals are out the window. Um, but 12 weeks ago, I stopped chemo and was cleared to start training. So I had 12 solid weeks to work my but donkey donk off yeah, and um, to see if I could do this. And so my goals were the 5K I wanted to do in under 30 minutes. Then the 10K, my goal was just to take as many pictures with as many characters as I possibly could and not kill myself. And then the half marathon I wanted to do to get a PR. And my previous PR was two hours and 34 minutes. So I really wanted to be 215, but under 230 would have been fine too. So for the 5K... I finished in 28 minutes and 14 seconds. Wow. So I knocked a lot. 10, 10 minutes? I was 34 before, so... Six minutes. Yeah, six minutes off my That's huge. time. And so were you near the front of your corral? Well... Well, you did B. You should no, have been No, I in wasn't a. in B. I was supposed to be in B. Right. But... Um, <laughs> Some jerky things happened. Yes. And you ended and up I in another corral. wound up in D. So it was... That was tough because I had a lot of walkers that were in front of me and my first mile and a half was done at between 11.45 and 10.30 because I couldn't get around anybody. Yeah. So I, once I, I just wound up pushing people essentially out of the way and running in the grass and like, excuse me, coming through, coming through because I really just was that intent on making my goal. And um, I was running with Rick in the beginning because that was yeah. his corral. And um, we were side by side because I really I couldn't get away. It was completely yeah, no. bottlenecked. And um, at one point, I kind of turned around and was like, I got to go. And Bye. just kind of, yeah. Yeah, you got to be able to run your own race, even if you're running with a friend. And folks, if you feel awkward, maybe you have a personal goal and then you're, a friend is at the start line with you. 
don't be too shy to say, I've got a goal for this race. I'll see you at the finish line. Break away. Good luck. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I did that. And um, when I, right going down that chute, I glanced at my watch and I saw I was at 27, I don't know, 50 or something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, make that turn and just as fast as my legs could take me. And um, I felt really good about that. That was just... I felt great. I had fun. I met my goal. Awesome. Yeah. So that was. Do you have a new goal? So fun for the five k. Um. Well, yeah. I want to beat my time again. I mean, okay. I compete with myself. Even so. one second makes a difference. It does. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. That's great. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Speedy Weedy. I did not work overly hard. I had a leisurely run. I think I came in at like early thirties something. I didn't quite look too much, but. This is my favorite part of the 5K, and my goal is obviously very different. In fact, I go in with no goals. Well, good. Because I don't, that's just kind of, I run the races to run the races, but people give me such a hard time about looking nice during races or at the end. And then you posted this picture. Oh, that's what I'm going at. Anybody who thinks that I don't look, that I, no, no, no. I'm like, really, you just look amazing in that picture. Well, and that was intentional, so... (laughs) I normally, what happens is I come across the finish line and my hair is so thick and long that I instantly pull the hair out, uh, the ponytail holder out. Mm -hmm. So then people are like, did you run the race with your hair down? No. But I get a lot of crap for looking nice. They're like, you look so nice. Eh, I hate you. And so I get the pictures (laughs) from the 5K and, you know, there's a bunch and some of them I look dorky in, but there's this one picture and I couldn't have looked better if I had posed, you know, if I was like posing for the running magazine, I screamed laughing because I thought people are going to hate me. And that's exact. You posted that picture it's, and I was like, really? <laughs> really? Are you kidding me? And, and, and it's so here's the deal. I know I'm not the best looking girl. I'm not hideous, but I'm also not a model or anything like that. But, that's what she thinks. But I kind of look, you know, I, I do tend to look non-haggard after a race. And, and the reason being is, A, I'm really acclimated and I prefer sticky sweaty weather so there's no amount of weather that's going to screw with me you know I just I absorb it all really well and what and cold obviously I'm not going to be sweating and then the sticky stuff everybody looks like hell and I don't because I I'm born to live in sticky stuff but because of my injuries I can't run to a place where I would look like such a a chaotic mess you know my hip and knee disallow me from going full force if I had two left sides I probably would come through red face, huffy puffy, but you know, I'm limited. I can go at a good clip and it's fine and that's good enough, right? So this picture though, I actually I thought, wow, they're gonna be so <laughs> mad. So that's what my hashtag was, take that. It was something <laughs> like for everybody who complains about me looking non-decent or <laughs> looking too decent. But yeah, so I'm I'm not bragging about me being a great looking, but this photo was that it's a great a great photo. Yeah, I every time I look at it, it makes me laugh because the people are so angry. About <laughs> so, anyways, that was my 5K highlight. But we got to hang out with a bunch of fun friends. We met up in the parking lot after the 5K. We did. Yeah, that's where I got to um, hang out in line with Lori Weiner, who is just. A bubbly ray of sunshine. She's she is, fantastic. Oh my gosh. And this is a woman who you see on Facebook and she's always leaping, happy. Uh, her race pictures are so fun and everything she does just oozes joy. And and that's who she is. That's who she is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's nice to get this in-person time 
with everybody, but she's she's a doll. I mean, I, I, I'm so lucky to have so many people surrounding me. You two, aren't we lucky girls? Very lucky. Very blessed. And then Anna um, Hodling, I ran into her at the expo. Yes. And got to hug her and, and her, her son. son Bryce. Yep. yep. And we hung out in line and we all got KT taped together. And um, that was really great. I really wanted to meet Mark. Um, Zulki. Yes. But... You will. Um, I... Well, uh, yes. And so to describe these people, Mark Zulke, he uh, he got into running when his, his wife daughter. passed away. So his wife passed away mm-hmm. of cancer. He and his wife used to go support their daughter, Jill, at races. Mm-hmm. And then um, his wife passed away, and Mark showed up to support Jill, and it just wasn't the same not having his wife by his side. So he asked her if she, he could run with her. Yes. And they've been doing tons of half marathons. I even did Disneyland Paris last year. And mm. so they're they're the dynamic duo. And unfortunately, Mark's been battling bladder cancer. Mm-hmm. and um, But he's still being fit and running along the way, coming to do the races. He even works with his doctors to make sure, you know, his treatment is such where he can make it to a race. And that's, you know, that's quality of life. Mm-hmm. I is, wish every cancer patient had a doctor that said, okay, how do we keep you happy and moving forward through the process? Mm-hmm. So... Um, so he's a star, and we will meet with Mark and Jill at some point soon. And he sent me a home us homemade gifts. Nice, very I, sweet. I well, I don't have mine yet, but yes, it's very lovely, very thoughtful. Thank you, Mark. And then Anna Hodling. Anna's amazing, and I'm gonna have to have her as a guest on the show as a success story. But Anna is the marketing director for Epic Races in Michigan, and I announced their Goddess series of races. And so Anna and I have known each other for a couple of years, and in September at the Detroit Goddess Half Marathon, Anna came up and said, hey, um, I need to lose some weight. Now, Anna's a triathlete. She's done Ironman. She races all the time. She's a taekwondo instructor. She does yoga. She does everything. But she had uh, the poop. She had about X amount of pounds around her waistline specifically she wanted to get get rid of. And she said, oh, well, you know, maybe she was blaming it on menopause or something. I don't know if she's going through that. But I go, no, Anna. I look at you. I follow you on Facebook. You're constantly baking goodies. Mm-hmm. You're constantly baking bread and sweets and treats. You got to, hey, stop. Stop eating the stuff you're making. And here's the exact formula for weight loss. I promise if you use this, it will work. Oh, I can't lose weight. Anna, Do trust it. me. And so Anna's down. She's gone from a size 10 to a size 2. Yes. And this is my favorite part of Anna. Not only did she make a racecation with her 11-year-old son, Bryce, who's adorable. He is adorable. And he did the 5 and 10K, which parents do not let your tweens do anything more than a 10K. It's hazardous to their health. Do not overdo it with them. A half marathon is totally inappropriate for a kid. Um, and definitely a full marathon. But she she gave him the proper amount of running opportunities, and that was great. And she went on to complete the half marathon like a rock mm-hmm. star at 2.14. Um, but... Anna does not give up her strength training, her hottie strength training routines that I assigned. So she took her bands and this poor boy, and I'm so proud of her, but she literally had him take pictures of her in line at the Astro Orbiter at the Magic Kingdom doing wall squats with bands around her knees. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> she was doing planks in the parking lot after the races. I wouldn't be surprised if she was doing lunges on, in line on the way up to Thunder Mountain. She owns this stuff. She has no ego. She is not embarrassed to get to work, and I loved it. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Crazy. I told her, you are my favorite weirdo. You're my favorite workout weirdo. Doing your planks and your lateral gait exercises in strange places. Her poor son. I know, but what a good role model, right? Yes. yes. Holy cow, mom's working out at Magic Kingdom. 
I am mortified right now, but one day I'm going to think, my mom worked out of Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. I've got no excuses, so that's pretty badass. <laughs> so the 5K was great. It was great. And then the 10K was the next day. Yes, it and so, was. And so you did the Doddle style 10K. I did. I did. I um, was just, you know, I was like, let's have fun with this. I yeah. didn't want to kill my legs. I wanted them to be good for the half. So unlike I haven't done any photo stops at any Disney race I've ever done during the race because I always thought... That's like a 30-minute line. I'm not going to yeah. wait 30 minutes to have my picture taken with Disney princesses or Chewbacca or whatever. So um, this race, it was like, you know what? I don't care about what the clock yeah. says. I'm just going to stop, and whoever I want to take a picture with, I will. So um, the hotties and I ran together, and um, the first photo stop was R2-D2, and that was a 25-minute wait. And I can't even fathom that. Re ridiculous but we were already in line so we may as well have just stayed but none of the other ones were, were that long that was the longest one which is really silly because r2d2 doesn't even move it's not I was even gonna a say, human it was there some like quality time between you and click, r2 click and go i don't understand why the line was so long but yeah or took so long even um but it was a blast the pictures from that race i am pretty much laughing the entire oh, way God. every time um, and I had on, oh, funny story. I had on um, my red, my new red robot pants and I had my robot red tank top on. Yes. Right. And um, in the parking lot before the race, I ran into somebody in the same outfit. Uh -huh. So I took a picture with her. Yeah. And then after the race, I ran into somebody wearing the same outfit and I took a picture with her. And um, so that was, it was kind of fun that there were three of us and we matchy, are matchy. twins. Yeah, twinsy triplets-y. The robot clothes are very popular these days. They are pretty popular. There were a lot of people wearing um, various different robotic attire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was, the 10K was just a lot of fun. And Side note, regardless of these long waits and lines, I still PR'd at this race, which just means that I had a stupid slow time for my last 10K. But you were slacking. I, no, I'm just teasing you. I wasn't running to my full potential That's before. Right. And, um, but it was a blast. It was so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. And the course was different. Oh, um, my gosh. This is, yes, this is the thing about the 10K because I have been bored to tears. I loathe the con the the old 10k well, that's course. because there were 17 u-turns oh, four turnabouts there is but it just was so boring and it becomes monotonous and here's the deal so uh, and and as a as a race professional working as an announcer and with race organizations i understand why we have standard courses because then you can have course records you know i go mm -hmm. to the oc marathon in a couple of weeks for example that course will remain the same likely it's a great course um, but it's once a year and so people come out to that event year after year, but they do that course once a year. It's an opportunity at Disney when they're doing four main Five, events. Yeah. And then some of the some of the races, you know, you you may do the same course for the five and or parts of it, the same for the five, ten, right. and half. It becomes really monotonous and dry. And the 10K course was really probably my least favorite. And so the fact we started in Magic Kingdom. Yep, which was new because normally you start at Epcot. Yeah. And so we ran three miles towards Hollywood Studios on Osceola Parkway. And people go, well, it's just highway running. And that's true. But I, I actually felt I'm going somewhere. I felt productive. I felt like I was moving towards something. Mm -hmm. And mentally, yeah, definitely, that really helped. And then you were only in Hollywood Studios for like the question Like a third of a mile. Of it. Yeah. It yeah. Was really nothing. But they had the, was it, isn't that where they had the 501st? Yes. The, 
No, the 501st were um, right outside of Hollywood Studios. For the five, the five hundred first, but over there somewhere. Yeah, but um, and hold on, the five hundred first. If you don't know, it's a group of people. They're a club, and you have the only way you can get in the club is if I believe it's handmade. You you personally put together your own for real deal replica costume. Yes. Yeah, so well, somebody you have to buy the pieces and parts, and sometimes it can cost an upwards of three to six thousand dollars. But um, they are movie quality. Yeah. And I did the kissing contest I, with them. Oh, I high-fived them all. I didn't, I yeah, we them. did some kissing with the... Nice. Yeah, some, nice. many of them were blurry. But when I did the Star Wars, uh, I guess it was the light side a couple of years ago, it was right after I had PR'd at Disney World for the half marathon. And then I went and ran, but my knee and my hip are... Blah, blah, blah. So I, I did a lot of... That one mile, they had an entire mile of the 501st people. How cool. And so what I did is with my knee and hip scream, and I went, screw it. And I stopped, and I just lingered and had a kid's kissing contest with all. I actually have a great picture kissing Chewbacca. It looks like we're being swept away in romance. Awesome. So I know. I know. So I did, this weekend, I really, that was a highlight. I they, have a question was, for you, though. Yes. Um, so you and I talked before the 10K, and um, actually we talked about this the, the night of the meetup, but... Um, you had tried something new on your um, on your knee brace. Yes! So. Drum roll, please, everybody. I de-squeaked my brace. Oh, yeah. I know. It's an Easter Christmas miracle. Dark side miracle. Dark side miracle, <laughs> yeah. So it's actually something I've used on it before, and I don't know why it didn't work, but I put treadmill belt lubricant or grease in my knee brace, and, all, and I'm bending it back and forth, and it's nothing. I was squeak free. Now, for those of you who don't know, when you run with Fitz on a 10K or more, Yikes. she wears her knee, break, knee brace, and um, it goes, squeak, 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 I'm actually going to play squeak, it for the people who haven't heard it before. As she runs, and then, but that's not the annoying part. The annoying part <laughs> is her apologizing to every single human that we run by. So it's, sorry, sorry. Do you hear it? That, that's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's Fitz Kohler. <laughs> right. And so Fitz feels the need to apologize to every single person as you oh, go by. Oh, that's so annoying though. No, you're annoying because she's saying, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, you know what? I'm just turning my headphones on. I know, on. but here's I'm the deal. Listening. It's because, la, 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 la. But it's because everybody's head whips around in that, oh my God, is that you? That's why the apologies come out because it's, it's that drastic head whip. Stare in my direction, like, oh my god, are you kidding me? And I think that's so, on your head. I don't no, know. no, no, it's happening. Oh, it's ha and then, how many thousands of people run by me going, "Hey, squeakers, what's up, Tin Man?" I mean, it goes on forever. It's a deal. So I got none of that, and I even had planned to bring. I normally don't run with earbuds, but <laughs> the last ten k was so awful, I would, couldn't stomach myself. So I brought earbuds. So I, I, I actually listened to some music this time. Wow. I know. It's new. I know. And so it's funny because people run by, they're like, Fitz. And so I do the wave, but some of them I didn't hear and I felt rude, but whatever. Whatever. It was a great course. Uh, it was. The course was so, and it was so much fun. I mean, really, it was just, I can't even tell you how much fun. I've, the pictures just, I posted one that says, and I'm laughing all the way just because I'm like, it was a good smile. Time. Yeah, yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. It's Actually, you know what? I don't even know if it was a great course, but it was a different course. So it felt And great. I have low standards. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we don't make 12 U-turns and five turnabouts. Yikes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I get to Epcot, and then I start looking. Like, are they going to put us? Are they going to make us loop-de-loop? -loop? And we had none of that. We literally ran past Spaceship Earth, 
exited and went to the finish line. Mm-hmm. Heidi Ho, cool. thanks Disney. That was cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I felt like, wait, my watch must be wrong because I should have another like almost half a mile left, but it said I had a quarter of a mile left. Oh yeah. That was great. Yeah. And then I learned when I was leaving the 10K, so my race weekend ends after the 10K because um, I chose to go home and coach my youth soccer team. I coach both of my kids. They're on the same co-ed soccer team. And race ended when I crossed the finish line at about 6.35, and soccer started at 11.30. So I had a couple hours to get back to my hotel room, get out of there, and go coach the Rabbit Aliens, which we had a big win. Um, But I leave for 10 days to announce Big Sur and the OC Marathon, and I thought, I can't ditch my kids three weeks in a row. So... So the race ended there, but um, what was I going to say? Oh, I learned exiting. So if you're not a Star Wars nerd, who the hell knows what's going on with these medals? So I learned that on the 5K medal was a Death Trooper. Yes. And the 10K was a Storm Trooper. Yes. But I didn't know that the Storm Troopers, I always think of the guys with the white faces, like mm-hmm. the white, the regular, but apparently they have a variety of faces of Storm Troopers. They do now, yes. I didn't know this. So mm-hmm. I... And I, I brilliantly asked an 11-year-old boy walking near me. Good call. Good call. I said, hey, call. can you help me out a little bit? What is this thing? And mm-hmm. so the medals are kind of cute. They were fun. No, the yeah, half marathon, the challenge medals were even better. Yeah, the Death Star was the challenge medal. That was nice. And Kylo Ren um, is on the half. So that was, was awesome. My kids were totally jealous. Um, and But the half marathon... Uh, are we yes, let's, about half let's move on to the half marathon. Uh, so the half marathon, I had big goals. I was going to do this in under, well, I wanted to do 215, under 230. And um, so... I thought you were going for under two. No. No. no okay. N- not yet. All right. Maybe next That's a that. Dry, that would be a drastic goal. That would be, but no, that wasn't my goal. Okay. No, not with only 12 weeks to... Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm hearing things. So um, Rob Stewart, one of the hotties, uh, yes. um, was doing the race as well, and he had said, you know what? Um, he is doing a full marathon in... in the Flying oh, Pig. Yes, on May the 7th. So he's like, you know what? That's in the amount I have to run anyway that weekend, but um, I'm tapering, so I'm going to just pace you and make sure you make your goal, which was awesome. And so we started off... You know, we were in the B Corral, so we were pretty close to the front, which felt much better than starting later yes. in the race because there weren't there wasn't anyone to have to really push out of your way. No, we were all no, kind of going at the same, up front. same pace. And hold on, want to give a special thanks to the Rudy Novotny for giving, uh, taking good care of you all and giving you guys such nice shout outs at the start line. He did. He did both, uh, all three days. He gave yeah. us humongous shout outs. And then when we crossed the finish line, even more so, Rudy is, he's an amazing guy. Yes, he was he awesome. Is. So um, we got started out, and I was just having, you know, you have good run days and you have bad run days. I just yeah. was having a hard time finding my groove. And I think mile six, I found my groove and was trucking along and felt really good about it. It was it was supposed to be very hot. There were heat advisory warnings, and anybody from out of town, I'm thinking, oh, I yeah. kept warning them, you know, it's going to be ridiculously hot. Please hydrate, 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 keep yourself cool. Whatever you got to do, you yeah. know, just keep drinking water. But I kept thinking, I got to hurry up because I want to beat the sun. I don't want to It wasn't beat. very hot in the it morning. Wasn't, it wasn't. quite no. cool, right? And it wasn't even hot at the end. It wasn't. Yeah. As, I don't think it was as hot as they had anticipated it to be. Yeah. But because they did, I hydrated myself and I was drinking, you know, little bits of Gatorade, a lot of water, dumping water in my head, just really trying to um, be be wise and fueling myself properly. And you were wearing a dress. I was. And you were showing your knees, your very I, fit, sexy knees. I was that, very impressed. And it was a tank top dress. I had arms and knees. Dark side miracle. 
<laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I um, have a real issue with my knees. I just Which don't care for them insane. at all. And so I've never really wear shorts. I always wear capris to a race, but Fitz gave me a really hard time about it and said, you know, like give your legs some breathing air. It's freaking Florida. You're running in soup. So um, I had purchased this dress to run in. It was a, it's a Darth Vader tank top dress. So I wore my running shorts underneath. Yes. And um, had a bit of an issue with them. I've run yeah, in them before. Let's talk about your lady parts. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so I've run in these shorts before and they've been totally fine. So I'm not sure what happened. But um, we've talked about chafing um, before on the show. And Fitz right. does not have this problem. So I know. for those of us that do, normally I shave like you know, where my sports bra hits. And um, I know men have problems with nipples. their nipples. Yeah. There's ooh, there's a thing, a product I found at One More Mile in the expo. It's called like the Nip Buds or something. They're literally little foam sticky things you put over your nipples. And it probably looks a little weird under a tank top, but who cares if you're not bleeding? It probably right, looks yeah. less weird than bloody nipples. Absolutely. But yeah, there's some nipple guard huh. thing. Interesting. I didn't yeah. see those. So anyways, move along. <laughs> So all of a sudden, at, I don't know, mile four or so, I started noticing a burning in my crotch. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, crap. So <laughs> Not I'm your tra- traditional burning. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought if I just can shift my shorts, then maybe that's the problem. So I dug my hand, picked up my dress, dug my hand down yes, with my shorts I and like kind that. of pushed the shorts down. Nope, didn't help. So during the entire race, I'm like fidgeting with my shorts because my coochie's on fire. And then at mile 9.3, one of Fitz's um, favorite parts, it's a U-turn. And Uh they have huge yellow cones that are set up um, to remind you that it's a U-turn. And I tripped over the base of the cone and I went down in slow motion. It was like one of those, no, moments where I just saw it happening. Yeah, and um, I, my my left hip hit the curb. Bam! And then I went the other way, and I twisted my ankle around, and road rash on my arm, road rash on my so leg. So many falling episodes. Do you know races. what's really great, crazy? Today on um, Instagram or my Facebook or Time Hop. Oh, it's a shared memory that said, "Hey, last time I fell during the one triathlon. year ago, Melissa, exactly on the nose, you fell at St. Anthony's and broke your arm and your leg. You're such a dork. So <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm not going to run in April anymore. Run training races. I forget it. It's over. So, um, so now, I, tears in my eyes. Eyes just immediately fill. I'm in pain. Bam! Immediately with on my ankle and my hip and my feet are now hurting and I'm. So mad at myself because uh-huh. I was I was on par for two fifteen and that would have just been amazeballs. Uh-huh. And um, so two fifteen didn't happen. But you did PR. I did PR thanks thanks to Rob because really I probably would have either sat down and cried or just walked to the rest one or the other. But um, he was like, no, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. You can do this. You can do this. The pain is only temporary. And here I'm thinking, you know what? I'm gonna run on this and I'm gonna make it worse. I'm gonna make it worse. But then you know, there's a difference between. That kind of pain and yeah. the pain where you know it's like, okay, it, it'll be it's okay. Annoying. I'm not, yeah. not going to kill myself. Um, and I had stopped to walk at one point and I'm like, oh, no, because then that hurt worse to start running again. So I'm like, yeah. Rob, do not let me walk again because I, that is too intense. Um, I'm not going to say that I was graceful about it because I certainly was not. I um, definitely did not have the best behavior based on the, um, me being hurt. No, did you do some cursing? Um, yeah, I think some foul words came out of I definitely sound like a sailor. Like you and nice. Stephanie, totally. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. But um, it was, it was, 
it was still fun. I still had a great time. And the finish was, um, Rob, you know, we started to finish shoot at the same time. And then he was like, go, go, go. It was a very gentlemanly thing to that do. That was really sweet. Yeah. So, um, I did and I PR'd by 10 minutes on my half marathon time. And, you know, I failed to mention the day before that they did the kids races. So I actually did every single race that they had that weekend. My kids did the kids races. Yeah. And, um, that was just so cool to watch them run yes. their mile. And, um, so Zach, my, my seven-year-old and my five-year-old did, um, did the kids races and I ran with Zachary, um, our five-year-old and he is not a runner. He's pretty much, uh, all know, kids are runners. They like to run. <laughs> he likes to ride his bike. So Zachary, um, took off just like super fast and the first, first eighth of a mile and at the eighth of a mile mark, he's like, I'm tired. I take a rest. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Zachary, this is a race. We're not going to take a rest. And then at a little more than a quarter mile, he's like, I got to go potty. Oh boy. So, um, we went behind a fence and Zachary did his business, but then the guy, the medic guys on the bike came by and Zachary's like, why are they here? I'm like, no, those are the last guys. We got to get in front of them. So he started to like run, walk a little bit. And, um, as he saw the fence line where it was like the, where the final part of the race was, um, I was like, Zachary, when we get there, we got to run, dude, because you're yeah. then. And he was like, okay, okay. So we walked to that fence line, and then that little booger just took off like he had rocket boosters on his butt, yeah. and he was gone. And um, he saw Mickey, and then he just got even faster, and he high-fived Mickey. And there's a picture of me just beaming with a humongous smile, I don't know, like yeah. 10 feet behind him. And um, he high-fived Mickey, and I was like, Zachary, what happened? You just, like, took off like you had rocket boosters. And he's like, Mommy, I asked my legs if they could do it, and they said yes. And then oh. I asked God if I, he could, if, he, if I could do it, and he said yes, so I just, wow. so I did it. And now I'm the champion of the world. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So you cute. are the champion of the world, buddy. Well, you know awesome. what? Getting them involved in this stuff right now will keep them involved with it. I mean, there's a good chance your kid's going to – Run races when he's 20 and 30 oh, and 40 and so forth. And Gabriel looks like Stephanie Schmansky when he runs. Like, he's got that same form. He's totally going to be a runner. I love it. Yeah. I it's, love it. it was Nothing awesome. wrong with that. It was really a great weekend. We had two hottie meetups while we were there. We had one brunch one. Oh, and, that's right. And um, then we had the dinner with you and the hottie house. I mean, the camaraderie and the fellowship. And we all shared meals together. And we laughed. And we that's were nice. ridiculous. And... We all had the same goal, so it wasn't like anybody was up until 3 o'clock in the morning because we were all getting up at 2.30 in the morning. Um, it was just, it was a blast. I can't wait to do it again. Yeah, it's a great weekend. Racecations. Racecation with friends. Oh. I give a special kudos and shout-outs to all the family members and friends who aren't running yet show up at 3 or 4 a.m. Uh -huh. to just be there and be supportive. I can't figure that out because I don't think I'm that good of a friend. I don't know if I would wake up at 2.30 uh, just to go watch okay. someone watch, run a 5K. Carrie so. Warnicky, um surprised me, and she drove up. Um, and so she wasn't racing at all, and she was there for the 10K and the half. And she, um, and then Stephanie Shemansky finishes three hours before everybody yeah, else. Yeah, and they so hung out. So they hung out, yep. And Rick Chin was there, so they hung out, and they videotaped everybody crossing the finish line. So nice. And the, you could hear them cheering everybody yeah. on. And oh. it was just 
It was awesome. And they were up at two, 3 o'clock well, in the, the morning. Well, the whole parking lot was full of people that were up cheering for people. And what nice people, right? Yeah. Good good friends. They, yeah. they love you a whole lot. Like I said, them. I don't know if I'm that good of a friend to anybody to wake up. You know up what? And... You woke up super early for me to do that big swim. And we drove to I Georgia. I did. Yeah. I am a good friend. You Look, are a good friend. for See? reminding me You're of that. You're welcome. I feel so <laughs> lazy sometimes. But it was, it was an amazing weekend. And if you guys haven't run Disney, you should. And if... If you have no interest in Disney, fine. I tell you what, I work races all over the country, and they're all equally fantastic. They may not have Darth Vader on the course. No, Darth Vader was not on the course. No. You had to wait in line 40 oh, minutes for Darth Vader. Yeah, forget that. But I got to kiss Darth yeah. Vader. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did. And I've done um, that. It was kind of awesome. So and then bad. the second time I took a picture with Darth Vader, the woman taking the pictures was like, excuse me, ma'am. He is not a snuggler. Please stop touching Mr. Vader. Oh, and I, I was like, Mr. Vader? Mr. What? Vader. <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the highlights of the weekend at the end, um, I want to give a special shout out to the Be Our Guest podcast, Lizards. So many. I mean, we you you operate in the hottie world. Yeah. I also am part of the Lizards and the Mickey Milers. And, you know, there's so many different wonderful groups to get involved in. And I, I show up to races alone almost all the time. And so to be able to... Just have some friends waiting, whether they're my hotties in particular mm-hmm. or, you know, the Mickey Milers or Team Shenanigans. There's so many people that just want more friends to come. And um, I, I really value that. But uh, a good choice, a very um, good discipline moment came when Michael Jones, he sent in a picture the other night. He was still at Disney after the races and he went down Main Street of Magic Kingdom and he was going to get a cookie or a brownie, brownie or something. Or and he said that there was a woman out front giving samples, and it was a, just a tiny piece of a sugar cookie. But she gave him the sample, and he had it, enjoyed it, and he decided, huh, you know what? That's enough. I don't need to get the whole thing now. So he walked out of there probably 400 calories less than he would have if he hadn't been him. given the um, thing. So I like that everyone's out there making really good choices. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we cooked at the Hottie House the whole time we were there. So we had fish tacos one night, and we had... Um, grilled pork chops one night so it was you know all of us sharing recipes that are healthy and um, it it was really nice to you know share that as well because it wasn't like somebody was there saying all right I'm gonna go fry some chicken or go pick up you know McDonald's and well one of the the tragic flaws I see sometimes is when people show up to a race they feel like oh I'm running it's a free-for-all and it's donuts and uh, it's it's yeah what's the word I'm losing the word um anyways you know overindulgence but they're, it's reckless. They're sabotaging. Their- yeah, they're reckless about it. It's beer and donuts and, you know, you're 13 miles, I get it. I've run it. I know it's 1,300 calories, but it's only 1,300 calories. And so, you know, have one thing, but you don't need to have everything. You don't need to go to a race weekend and come home three pounds heavier. It's preposterous. So be reasonable when you go. Fuel your body. That's what you're doing before the race is you got to nourish your body. And you're certainly not nourishing it with beer and donuts. So mm-hmm. a little bit here and there is fine. But overall. And we talked about that a lot in the house was, you know, for a half marathon or a marathon, you're going to, you know, got to feed your body really good food. But if you kind of got to carve it up a couple of days before, but still eat normally. Like eat a sweet potato. You could have, I was just going to say, you could have a potato. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, but keep it healthy there and your body will feel better. It perform better. Yeah. Much cleaner. When I was fighting, um, when I had to drop weight from my very first fight, I gave up alcohol completely just to do the weight loss, which was a huge helper, Mm -hmm. not drinking at all. But then I became really 
nervous about alcohol because I didn't want it to limit my performance. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you're going into a ring where someone wants to knock you unconscious or break your nose, it's yada yada, you really start to put a high priority on not being slow, not, you know, not having any mental um, impediments. And so I take that to race weekend, even though I'm not trying to race to win, I'm not having a beer before the race. I'm not, you know, and I normally don't drink much seriously, but if I were to have an entire race weekend, I would probably have half a beer after the very last race. But I, I certainly wouldn't be having any the night before. And so treat your body well, respect it. And if you're trying to actually achieve something special, you know, nutrition goes a long way. And drink a lot of water, hydrate of water. yourself, eat Yeah, clean. take your take your little snacks and your fanny pack along mm-hmm. the way. There's a lot of good choices for that. But mm-hmm. um, Absolutely. Yeah, so it was fun. It was and a blast. I'm super proud of you. You got all your PRs. Thank you. I got that very annoying photo out of it. <laughs> and no squeaking. No squeaking. Yay! Oh, that's so special to me because that's been a burden. And Eddie McCoy, oh my gosh. Eddie McCoy, he's so fast. We, if I don't know why I started at Corrale, but I always do, or often do. And Eddie, he starts behind me, and he always runs by. He's like, shut up with your squeaks. So now, <laughs> Eddie, you're going to have to find something else to pick on. Uh-huh. And I have lots of other options for picking on. So be creative, mister. But thanks to everybody who made my weekend so special. Thank you for joining me. Where can everybody find you, Miss Melissa? They can find me on Instagram at running, working mom, or as always on the Hottie Body Fitness page on Facebook. That's right. And for me, find me at fitness.com, at fitness, on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Oh, and if you've been out there listening and you're like, I really think maybe that group would be fun. I want to join it. Join it because every single day on my hottie page, I get someone who says, I've been listening to your podcast for months and now I'm finally going to join. I'm finally ready to lose the weight. Just lose the damn weight. We're ready for you. We're ready for you to get fit. We're ready. It's free. Oh, and it's free. I don't want any of your money. Right. Uh, There's no money exchanged unless you want to buy my DVD or a shirt or something. And that's not necessary. So, um, yeah, let me help you now. Don't wait because, you know, life's short. Why not be awesome? sooner rather than later yeah heck yeah heck yeah all right team we're gonna shut up now it's time for you get to work get to work bye everybody hi this is rudy novotny the voice of america's marathons we all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner wouldn't it be wonderful to gift the opportunity to children of today well you can The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children the chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, Morning Milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting MorningMile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's MorningMile.com. Long may you run.